I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. David Frost, my strategic forecaster here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, December 26, 2018. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. And there you have it, folks. That's exactly what we were looking for. That's what we've discussed. The market was broken. It found support at the 235-234 level. We didn't know exactly where it was going to happen. The last thing we said, and if you go back to the last video that was made, it was the market will find the bottom in the time zone, likely, and today was still within the time zone, right? So it found the bottom between the day before Christmas and the morning after Christmas, which is this morning. And we had that tremendous rally, and then the short covering kicked in, and there you have it. Now, the question will become, is this it? Now, do we just go higher from here is that the end of it period end of story and the answer is there's a whole lot more to it than not it's not going to be that easy let's just review real quick what happened over the last several days because this will happen again and you can learn something from the sequence of events go back and listen to some of the videos if you want and listen to what I say how I say it what the expectations were and what to expect in terms of a bottom and how it was going to develop. Remember, we started talking right around that 260-250 level in the SPY that it was beginning to break. We talked about the rubber band. The rubber band was stretching, 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 and it was either going to break or snap back. It obviously broke, and then I said, we're going to find a bottom in the time zone likely, and the time zone ending was within a week, and that was said last Wednesday. So today is one week later. We're within the time zone, and all of a sudden, it's exactly as we said it would be. Out of nowhere, for no reason at all, the market found a bottom, decided to go higher. The short covering rally kicked in. The rest is history. You had tremendous point gains today, tremendous percentage gains today. We'll get to them. We don't need to go over each individual chart. They all look the same. The clues were early in the morning. You look at hourly charts for clues when we start closing in some of the indices like the IWM and the transports above important big breakdown candles. You know that's it. You know the short covering is going to kick in. I know it's not easy to identify. However, remember what I said and go back to the last video I said. Nobody will want to buy stocks. The world will be ending. If you looked at the news cycle over the last 48 hours, every single thing was pointing down. That's the perfect recipe for a bottom. You know the bottom is coming because who's left to sell? And it's certainly not an accident or a coincidence. We find support at one of the important numbers. Just look at the sequence of events on the way down. First, we have a little bit of a way station right around that 246, 245 level. Lasted for a few hours. The market was so 
stretched on the downside. The velocity was so such that we kept going down and only taking way stations at the support levels for minutes or hours at a time. It was really remarkable on the way down. I understand how scary it looked, but to a trader that's seen this many, many times, we begin licking our chops because we know the reward at the end of this is tremendous. We took kind of a way station around the 242, slightly below that. The next one down was the 234-235 particular area. And that one was important for its own reason. Let's go over to the weekly chart and review that real quick. It's so important. We had a 200-week moving average. We had an open gap, and those of you that have taken my Lazy Gap Trader course will understand the importance of that. That was almost like a layup in connection with the 200-period moving average. The only problem was we obviously weren't dealing with normal markets. We certainly could have went down a lot farther, and that's why those lines down there exist. They're not off the table yet, and I know some of you probably won't want to hear that. One day doesn't make a rally. We had a tremendous short covering rally today. It's not necessarily the meaning that the decline is over. It may be over. We need more evidence. I don't know whether it's over just yet. The evidence is there that we certainly had a bottom. If it was the bottom, that will be determined in the days and weeks to come. Remember, let's just look at a piece of evidence that dates back to February of 2018 this year. So we have a bottom. We have a tremendous rally, right? Looks familiar. Looks like the start of the same thing. We come back for a retest, make a higher low, get off to the races. Now, we may go higher and we will likely come back for some kind of a retest. The question is, does the retest make a lower low or a higher low? And that's going to tell us a lot. That retest is coming. It may not come right away. We may have higher prices first. We don't know yet. It was a tremendous rally off the bottom. Let the market settle out. There's no reason to chase anything from here. And there's certainly no reason to step into a short position from here. We certainly are into a level of resistance. You can see it on the weekly chart as clear as day. This was former support will become resistance. The chart spent a lot of time vibrating in and around between 242 and 246, 247. So that certainly is logical that it would be an area of resistance on the way back up since it was an area of support on the way down. We're back to the daily chart and you can see where we stopped today on the way back up, closing very near the highs. The 246.31 was a level that we were interested in on the way down, this red line here. And you can see that we stopped just short of that on the way back up. That ought to tell you that that price level is important. Now we could certainly jump over that or gap over that tomorrow morning. That's certainly possible, but that's one of the reasons why we stopped there today. The market was drawn to that price area like a magnet toward the end of the day. While it's resistance, it still drew the price in, closing near the highs today during the short covering rally. When you look at an hourly chart, we go back to the same things that we look at time and time again. It doesn't really matter that the market was in this wild and crazy state that it was in recently. When we reset the clock and we go forward to where we are right now, look what happened. 
we came back up and you can see where we're starting to find resistance on the hourly chart this would be a natural area of resistance towards the high of a breakdown candle sound familiar there's no magic here there's no coincidences nothing is an accident the reason I can say that is even in the wild markets we had over the last couple of weeks even the last three months since the top first I told you that the decline would last somewhere in the neighborhood of three months that was after it got going we discussed that a few weeks ago I said we're gonna start looking for a bottom because we're getting into the time zone then we were we were able to narrow down the time zone basically to within the last few days we knew some important prices we started talking about the fact that when price converges with time you generally have a bingo today we had a bingo we have to see how the market reacts tomorrow does it continue higher and just continue going or do we have a natural garden variety pullback let's see how the market starts to behave following this short covering rally back to the daily chart before we leave the spider I want to make one thing clear now there's a caveat here we had 221 almost 222 million shares traded in the spider today we'll call it 222 now it's not heavier volume on the reversal than the last heaviest volume day on the way down which was the day before yesterday the caveat is that not all the market participants were there today believe it or not as much as the market went up everybody wasn't available there were still plenty of investors traders hedge fund managers mutual fund managers and the like on vacation it's not an excuse it's not to mean anything I'm just pointing out that the volume was not reversal larger volume the type of volume we're looking for we need to note it it's a puzzle piece it's on the table regardless of where the market finished today here's another puzzle piece the IWM tremendous rally in the IWM up almost five percent the spider was up five percent the question is why wasn't the IWM outpacing the spider on the upside why wasn't the volume heavier than it was I'm not going to read into it just yet it's one day let's see what happens in the following days to come but it's puzzle piece number two it's on the table we have to have both sides of the coin available we need to understand the bull case we need to understand the bear case we had a tremendous decline is the decline over just like that or do they not make it that easy we need to keep all these things in mind as we go forward the transports my second favorite market leading indicator the IWM is number one transports number two tremendous rally however this was the canary in the coal mine on the way down we talked about it many many times I don't want to rehash the whole thing but certainly the transports gave us clues on the way down that we were going farther same story volume in the same predicament let's give it its due but we're watching the puzzle pieces are on the table how about the cues up almost six and a half percent today what a tremendous rally that's because it was killed so much with the top stocks meaning the heaviest weighted stocks in the queues your Amazons your apples Facebook Netflix Google and company these stocks absolutely got hammered as we know a rising tide lifts all boats and all the stocks were up today as would be expected Amazon up nine percent Apple up almost eight Facebook over eight percent Netflix over eight percent Google over six 
and the list goes on. And the reason why I bring this up is because the individual stocks traditionally will outpace the index. You're seeing that already, all by not that much just yet. However, that's the reason why I like to buy stocks that are on sale. Remember, we talked about red light, blue light special, whatever light color you want it to be, they were on special. Again, doesn't have to be the low, but it was certainly a low. XLF, same routine, relief rally, spike through the other day low, reverse, finish on the highs, that's a reversal. Let's see how the next few days. Again, we have to get back over 25 to do a repair job in the XLF. This thing isn't out of the woods by any stretch just yet. SMH daily chart, they all look the same. Every chart pretty much looks the same. They all look the same on the way down. They look the same on the way back up. Talking about gold for a moment, we had a spike up to 1282 over the 200-day moving average, and then we pulled back, but gold held up very, very well. We'll call it the fear trade. We'll give it its due. We discussed many times that the daily chart looked bullish. I was looking to get in at a stingy level down at 1230. That didn't happen. That's off the table. Gold took off without me, so be it. When you look at the weekly chart, you get an easy perspective of why we found resistance where we did today, in the zone where we did today. 200 period moving average on the weekly chart, just short of the 50. Breakdown candle high up here, not quite reach it yet. That's a natural area of resistance in the zone where we would expect to find resistance. How they close the week will be important. About crude oil, crude oil was a tough trade. First, we flagged the 47 area, stopped there temporarily, then went through, stopped there once again today. Look what the high of the day was today, 47 on the nose. You have to see this to believe this. The high of the day was 47 on the nose. What are the odds of that? Is that number an accident or a coincidence? I think not. Crude went all the way down to 42.36, only stopped for a minute at this 44.78 number, and then now reversed. We'll see what happens. It looks like all the other markets, crude oil, all the stock markets, they all basically traded in tandem. And with that, folks, I'm going to cut it short here. I'm on a little vacation. I just wanted to get something out, give everybody the update that most people were probably expecting. And with that, I'm going to wrap it here. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. And please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis.